0: God bless you to my brothers and sisters at Antioch Baptist Church in Yolanda, Kenya. I pray that you're doing well today and that you are, like me, looking forward to continuing our journey through this wonderful letter that Paul wrote to the church at Rome. Today we find ourselves in chapter 4, and Lord willing, we're going to look at the first 12 verses of chapter 4. So let's just uh, read those, and then we'll pray, and we'll start to dig into those. What then shall we say was gained by Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? "'Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. "'Now to the one who works, his wages are not counted as a gift, but as his due. "'And to the one who does not work, but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, "'his faith is counted as righteousness.' God bless this reading and receiving and perceiving of your holy word. Amen. So thank you again for being with us today. What are we looking at here? The discussion, remember, is a letter arises from Paul's letter to the church at Rome. He was writing to address several things, and this is clearly the most one of the most, if not the most impactful books in all of Scripture, all 66 of the books that we may call the canon of Scripture. But it was written originally as a letter, and it was written to address issues that had arisen between the Jewish Christians and the Gentile Christians who were at the church in Rome. And so he's trying to address that, and he's trying to address this issue of the Jews saying to the Gentiles, you must be circumcised. And of course, Abraham is the father of the Jews. He is the original person who God called. And so Paul opens with a question, what was gained by Abraham according to the flesh? That is, according to what had been done. He said, because if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. Why not before God? Because if what we have is what we've done, then we got to go somewhere else other than God because our very best is like filthy rags in the presence of God. We should never count on our works as uh, being good before God. Not that he doesn't call us to good works, but that's not what makes us good or right before God. That's only by faith. He says, for what does scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was, quote, counted to him as righteousness. It was not that he made himself righteous, but it was counted as righteousness that he believed God. This is, the, this is the centerpiece of all of Christianity. This is the centerpiece of our relationship. How can we be in a relationship with God if we don't believe him, believe that he exists and that he's who he says he is and he does what he says he does? So Abraham, Abraham was not from a, a God-centered background at all. He was from a little g God-centered background, an idol, but God called him. This God that he didn't even know called him, and he obeyed him. Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. He says, now, to the one who works, his wages are not counted as a gift, but as his due." In other words, if you earn something, then you're due whatever it is you're earned. And if we try to do our way to God, then we'll get what we're due, but what we'll do is is eternal separation from God because it's not by it's not by our efforts, but it's by the grace of God, the gift of God that we're made right with the one true, holy God. He says, unto the one who does not work but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, who is he that justifies the ungodly? That is God who justified me and justified you if you're in Christ and justified all who are in Christ, declared us just before him, righteous before him, not in ourselves but in Christ Jesus. We are the righteousness of God in Christ. Christ Jesus. To the one who does not work but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted as righteousness. His faith, not his works, his faith in the one true God is counted as righteousness. It says in uh, Ephesians 2, 8, 9, 40, by grace, I'm giving you a explanation that is a gift from God through faith that we are justified we're made right before God but even that faith is a gift of God not a result of work so that no one may boast we don't have anything to boast about except the person of Christ the finished work of Christ He goes on to say, Just as David also speaks of the blessing of the one to whom God counts righteousness apart from works. Verse 7 and 8 is a quote from David. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord will not count sin. Then he addresses the question of what about the Gentiles versus the Jews, the Jews being the circumcised and the Gentiles being the uncircumcised. He said, is this blessing, this blessing of declaring us righteous by faith and not by works, is that blessing then only for the circumcised, only for the Jews, or also for the uncircumcised, or is it also for the Gentiles? For we say that faith was counted to Abraham as righteousness. How then was it counted to him? Was it before or after he had been circumcised? In other words, was it counted to him because of something he had done, or was it before he even did that one thing? No, it was not after, but before he was circumcised. Before Abraham did anything, he believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. Then he received the sign of circumcision as a seal of righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. This is the the spiritual equivalent of baptism. We are not saved by baptism. You can be dipped in the water a thousand times and that does not save you. It is the sign, the outward sign of an inward change. It is a seal, so to speak, of who we are in Christ Jesus. We're declaring that to the world. And he says in the same way that that Abraham received the sign of circumcision as a seal, an evidence, proof of his righteousness that he had how? By faith while he was still uncircumcised. The purpose was to make him the father of all who believe without being circumcised so that righteousness would be counted to them as well. Righteousness is counted not because of what we do, but because of our belief. And we know from other verses that even our belief, even our faith is a gift from God. And it was counted to him in order to make him the father of the circumcised, but not those that just bear the sign of circumcision in their body, but the one that show that they have a circumcision of the heart, that they're truly walking in the footsteps of the faith that Abraham had before he was circumcised. Amen. So we just thank God for the the blessing of being made right, made just, made whole before God by faith, by trusting in the finished work of Christ. I think I've mentioned this to you before, but let me give you this example again. If you imagine a chair sitting before you, maybe take a chair and sit it out in front of you and look at it and think about it. Are you, do you believe that that chair will hold you? Yes, I think it will hold me, but is it holding you? No, it's not holding me because I'm not sitting in it. But if I go and sit in that chair and pick my feet up off the floor so that I rest all my weight on that chair, that's showing that I have faith in that chair, And that's what we need to do with the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to rest all of our weight on him, to trust in him with all of our heart, to know that he has done what we could never do. He has accomplished for us what we could never, ever, ever accomplish on our own. He makes us right before God because of his perfect righteousness, which becomes ours as a gift from God when we simply put our faith in him, when we rest fully in the finished work of Christ. Heavenly Father, we pray that we would rest on the Lord Jesus Christ and nothing else, no one else. There's no other name given by which we may be saved. So we just thank you, we bless you, we praise you, we honor you, we glorify you in the precious and the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you, brothers and sisters. God bless you. Good day.